0: Happy New Year, everyone. Ed Fernandez with the Ed Fernandez Show. Uh, Talking a little bit about the new year and how all the things that we're going to do as far as guests are concerned. You know, we're going to learn a lot this year. We're going to put a lot more guests on here. But I learned a lot already from last year. I'm hoping that I'm going to learn a lot more this year. So please, enjoy this show. You're the best part of the Ed Fernandez Show. Have a good day.
1: For Lowell Ridge and, and me going and getting the help that you know about already that we'll get to. I wouldn't. I don't really. I wouldn't freely talk over him, but you sure. know, I tell my stories and I tell my my struggles because I want people to get help. Yeah, and I want them to know that they're not dealing with that alone. So, yeah, a couple of the ones that you know um, really hit home with me. Uh, I took a life of a uh, a twelve year old girl. Okay. Uh, in combat, she had a AK forty seven across her chest, moving towards the assault force. That my job, did my job at the time, you know you just put that mask Were on you're a sniper or something yeah, okay, and you're like, whatever, you know, just yeah, another one notching the belt, you know you kind of
0: so so this twelve year old had a, an a k forty seven she was going towards your your guys yeah and 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 it was intentional she was going there to harm some?
1: yeah, yeah of course she was, but you know, and uh you don't really react or think about anything other than that's what's going on protecting you know? your yeah. protecting your guys. Um, you know, when I came home, you know, I couldn't hardly t- look at my own daughters. Okay. You know, that's what, that's, that's what happened. Does that
0: there. still play in your mind?
1: Not as much anymore. I, de- I had to deal with it.
0: Okay. And how'd you deal you with know, it? I,
1: I, I, got therapy. I got help. I found the Lord. Okay. <laughs> you know, amen. All right. Whoop, whoop, Jesus, yeah. right? Amen to that. And, uh, you know, I uh, not to get into a whole lot of detail. but I beat a dude to death with my bare hands. You know, I lost all my equipment jumping off of a roof onto another roof, and my nods fell off, and my gun fell out of my holster, and it was me and him and fist of cuffs and. Uh, okay. Um, I kind of you know, my nods were beating my nose to death, and I was getting butt stroked in the in the chin by my own rifle, and uh-huh. I went to shoot. I went to shoot him, and the. He dropped a magazine in my rifle, so I only had one round, and he moved. So I missed him, so that was just me and him. Okay. Um,
0: it was your life or his?
1: Yeah, and so we, uh, so I handled my business, you know, and uh, that, I don't, I don't know why, like, I, but that, I knew that was fighting for my life, but I, I, that really dug deep into me for a long time, you know. Why?
0: Why did it dig deep into you? I've killed
1: a lot of people, and, you know, pulling the trigger is just another, you know, Trigger squeeze, you know, yeah. side alignment <laughs> that, That's yeah, just yeah. how it got with that But right. I don't know, like um, That I, I don't know if it was The the act or It's just something it's about If I was capable of doing something that. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah, it's just something about using your hands to take somebody's life Yeah uh, That just is just a whole other level
1: Yeah, just literally And it didn't really bother me for a while uh-huh. You know um, When you're young, you're like Whatever, yeah, hell yeah, I do I did that, you yeah. know. And but you know, the older I get, the you know, the more I, you know, come into, you know, having feelings and emotions and understanding of sure. myself. And sure. Um,
0: just, How long did it take yeah. you to kind of years work that out? Years, years.
1: Just put the mask on and you know look tough, be tough, and stay ready. You don't know, have to get ready, and you know always. Try to be in the front lead from the front and all that. So, I just put it down deep and buried it in a little box. And yeah. I was like, I'll, I either a won't deal with it or I'll deal with it later.
0: And so, so if you buried it deep in the box, when did it actually, you know, raise its ugly head?
1: Uh, when things started slowing down for me, meaning combat. Yeah.
0: So when you when you're out there in combat, you you, you don't even think about it because you're thinking about life. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the combat starts slowing down, now you got to start thinking about your life.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you talk about things moving fast. You know, like uh, in 2010, I lost two of my really good friends, uh, Jay and Ronnie. And how'd you lose them? They got, they both got killed in the door, same doorway. And uh, as they were going into a house, and um, they got shot. They got, Somebody shot. got shot. Yeah, okay. someone shot them, and they. Uh, so I watched that happen, but. The mission was, you know, well, they died on the 23rd. So the mission was, you know, the night of the 22nd. And we did a, what's called a ramp side ceremony where, you know, you fly to Bagram Airfield. They bring them out in you know, their, cas- their flag covered caskets, load them on a C-17 and fly them back to America. But uh, we did that the next night. And then the next night we were out on another mission
0: really
1: you know you don't have time so there's no time
0: to mourn. process you know and, okay
1: <clears throat> and that's by design
0: you oh, know so that's by design that's by
1: design okay cuz you know uh, i will always place the mission first okay. i will never accept defeat like okay. those, that's those are all like the the creeds that you know Got it. The, the, the that you live by and um, if you stop slow down enough to let all that sink in yep. and you, you're going to lose the focus and uh, maybe, you know, take a chance of losing other people's lives. So that's by design and it sucks. But then, you know, a few months pass and then you go home. Uh uh, And then you realize, you know, you don't have your drinking buddies, you know, go have a beer Uh, with and you're, you know. Start getting a little depressed. Yeah. And then, you know, hit you at once and then,
0: all of a sudden, all this stuff starts coming up.
1: Drowned it in alcohol and, okay. you know, bad decisions. And Was that you? That yeah, was me. That, that was, was you?
0: 100%. Just drinking, 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 trying to sub- try suppress to it. Medicate the, the issues?
1: Yeah.
2: I was able to tell cars by their taillights before I could read. So they would be driving and I'd be able to say, oh, that's a Mercedes. Oh, that's a BMW. This is that. And then um, from there, it just snowballed. I mean, my dad was always in the automotive industry. He had a body shop, car sales uh, audio equipment, everything you can think of. Um, and I was just fascinated with vehicles. I always had the little toy cars. So I was always racing them and Legos, doing the whole tracks, all that stuff. So since day one, I've been just a car guy.
0: How, how did you start the company? What made you, what what, what did you see? You, obviously you saw something. What did you see that was missing in the space that you thought you wanted to fill?
2: I mean, so I was working at a restaurant and every all the tip money I made would go into this little Audi I was building. So everything I would buy, I would go on, you know, forums, go on Craigslist, trying to make this thing unique. Um, that hobby turned into a passion, right? And I'm like, all right, how can I make money with this? So after the restaurant, I went to a tuning shop, they kind of did the thing and I, I worked my way up and it was all good. But, you know, the owners were always stressed out. I was like, these guys aren't making money. They're just yelling at everyone. They're stressed. Like no one's happy here. Yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. So I went to another shop that was kind of a startup uh-huh. and they were just doing air suspension and it was a new thing at the time. Well, not new, new to newer cars. Yeah. And, um, you know, as that was growing, how old were you? 21 or 22. Okay. Young. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was making 15 bucks an hour pre-tax. Okay. Um, so not much. And then, uh, as I was growing, you know, I had a customer that was like, Hey, I believe in you. Why don't you just, you know, do your own thing. It's like, ah, I really don't want to, there's no money in this industry. I see people, I see the stress, I see the vendors, how horrible they are to deal with. Like, yeah. I mean, you've, you've experienced it oh, yeah, oh Like, yeah. hey, these parts were told four to six weeks. It's been four to eight months. Yeah. So puts everything I, behind. I didn't want to deal with that. But it's 22. I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? You know, I'm going to continue working at restaurants. And that's pretty much my only skill was working at restaurants and sales. Um, and then, yeah, I just moved to SoCal, wrote a plan. And then, uh, yeah, and 20, 2013. 2013. yeah. And when did you start? 2020 or thirteen. Thirteen.
0: 2013. And how has it been?
2: It's been a roller coaster, really? <laughs> roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> I mean, you've seen it all. Yeah, seen, no, it's you've a, seen the ups, you've seen the downs. I mean, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything else. I've yeah. met some fantastic people. Uh, all my closest friends, I've pretty much met through the shop.
0: You know, you guys have just blown up like crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, since honestly, since the beginning, we were really strategic with who we worked with. Okay. So one of the things that I was focusing on when we first started was, you know, who do we partner with that will help the brand get elevated. And we were, you know, one tire brand, one wheel band, or, you know, one or three wheel brands, a suspension brand. Um, We were very selective with who we worked with versus other shops that just sell whatever people want. Sure. So with those partnerships and the loyalty that we got from each of those vendors, they were able to help us grow and send us leads and send us builds and do everything with them. And that got our name really big, really quickly. Okay. And that was right off the bat. So we really- Right off the bat? Yeah, right off the bat. So we haven't slowed down since.
0: So- so are you at liberty to talk about these vendors a little bit?
2: Yeah, I mean- I Like HRE? Well, HRE was was maybe the past four or five years. Okay. Um, I, I believe they're definitely at the top of their game. Okay. You've been to their facility. Yeah. Um, they're, they're just, the way the company is ran, the way the product is made, I think it's just top notch.
0: Who else do you work with? I know you just you were just you just came fra- back from Europe, yeah, right? And you were at the Porsche thing. You were at
2: yeah, Tech to, Art, yeah, uh, Brabus. It was really cool to see how they work out there. It's so different than the states. I mean, really? they're they're so meticulous. Everyone is just it's 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 like just I don't know how to explain it. It's it's really nice to see. So There's,
0: some of these brands is, is the reason for you to go travel and and see these people. Is to kind of just. Tighten up that relationship.
2: Well, not only that, but just just to see the culture. Okay. Because um, what we have in America that they don't have is 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 marketing and presence and, and activity like for the car shows, the the rallies, the the track days, all this stuff. You go to Germany and it's not as crazy. Like there's definitely culture, yeah. but it's it's the builds are all in, the quality is out of control. Um, the regulations are far different. They can't do a lot of the things that we can do. Sure. Um, but it's just, it's nice to see what we are good at and what they're good at. And then for me to put them together would be just unstoppable.
3: So I tell people, you know, start, start comfortable. Make sure that you actually like having a watch on your wrist. Because mm-hmm. I have a lot of wealthy, wealthy clients that'll come in and buy jewelry for their wife. They'll buy this, they'll buy that, but they won't buy a watch. They just don't like it.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. They, just, they don't like they it. They don't like watches. They don't like it on their wrist. Okay.
3: Make sure you like the watch, you know, pick up a tag, omega pre-owned or even a bright link three four thousand dollars make sure you like the watch next year your next paycheck your next big deal you know trade that watch and buy a six thousand dollar watch
0: see that's the difference right because what you just said in the beginning of the show you said look ed you got to go and you got to buy this piece this piece this piece and then you got to you're gonna have to sell that piece you're gonna lose money on that piece to get the exact piece that you want but with you guys you know, and that's what I like about you guys. You guys, look, if I get a piece from you guys, right? And I'm tired of it. Let's yeah, say yeah. I don't want to wear it anymore. But then all of a sudden this really cool thing comes up. I can actually give you that piece back. Yes. Trade it in yep. and pay the difference. Yes. Exactly. Is that is that what is that something that drove your business or is that what you're known for?
3: It drove our business especially because people are like, "Wow, these guys are actually back their product up.
0: See, I see.
3: Right? Because there's a lot of dealers that won't do that. Hey, I don't want to stock. They won't do that? No, they won't do that because they need the money. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth, right? They need the money. They need the money, right? So they have a piece you know, let's say you call me for let's say you call me for a three hundred thousand dollars watch, right? Yeah. And you want to trade in two hundred thousand dollars, and you only want to pay hundred grand. Yeah. Well, guess what? I have to fork out that two hundred thousand dollars, and I have to buy that watch. Oh, that's
0: right. Right. Because the inventory is not liquid yet.
3: The inventory is not liquid, and the dealer wants to be paid. They want to be paid within twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Right. Right. And The guy's not going to sell you a watch and give you thirty to forty-five day terms on it because <laughs> his profit is small too. You can't blame the guy. Yeah. You right. Making you know five, six, seven thousand dollars on the watch. Right. Because a lot of people think. That there's so much profit in the watch. There is it? In the gray market. There is profit. Yeah. Because your turnover is high.
0: So volume.
3: It's volume, right? Like, let's say you buy, um, I buy a Rolex for $30,000, right? Yeah. And I sell it for thirty two, thirty three thousand. 33000 Okay. And you know, I'm making 7 to 8% of my money. Yeah. But that $30,000 will turn 10 times in that month.
0: I see. Right?
3: So now it's like you're making twenty, thirty thousand. dollars 30000 Got it. Where when you buy a diamond or a piece of jewelry, yeah, your profit margin is a lot higher, but you might sit on that piece for three months.
0: I see. I see.
3: That's how people in the watch business, in the gray market, or even in the watch business, amass so much money, right? Because they're They're turning turning. high.
0: Wow, what does that sound like? 1031 crowdfunding. (laughs) (laughs) Pop Warner was fun, right? Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. High school was a lot of fun. Fun. But senior year was different, right? In the beginning, yeah. But did did you feel pressure... After your junior year, well, I'll go back and I'll say, okay, your junior year, now that I'm educated, junior year is the most important year, Yeah, right? You got to have film, you got to get your grades tight, Yeah, you should be having colleges look at you already, right? Um, and that was happening for yeah. you.
4: Yeah, I was getting scouted by a lot
0: of big schools. Yeah, like big schools, because you were legit. I mean, you were legit. But what happened? What happened to me? I was a fool, man. I wanted to
4: uh, I wanted to impress the girls. I wanted to go party, kick it with my homeboys. Party? What do you mean, party? What's that mean? Party, man. I was drinking. I was smoking. I was doing everything that I shouldn't have been doing, you know, behind my parents' back. Um, and, you know, it sounds like some goody-two-shoes type stuff, but I just shouldn't have been doing it. I wanted—the goals and the dreams that I had were way bigger and— The girls, the liquor, the smoking, sneaking out, you know, even driving, sneaking out of the house to drive two hours away, you know, somewhere to go kick it with some females.
0: What? Yeah. We'd go up to All right. I don't (laughs) want to know this stuff, man. Are you tripping?
4: It was just, it was stupid. Two hours away? Palm Springs. What?
0: Yeah. Whose car are you driving? Yours. (laughs) yeah <laughs> did your mom had to know this stuff, and she kept it from me right uh, no, nah, not really she didn't really she know didn't so know much. we were asleep, yeah, and, and you th- took my car, I was gone time to go party wow dude i <laughs> I didn't even know that, <laughs> yeah, being a stupid kid what what happened man I mean I, I mean, I could tell you what happened, but, I'll, you know, what what happened to your grades? What happened to your opportunities? They all just dwindled away. I mean,
4: I thought that I was too good for school. I thought that, you know, my athletic ability would be able to take me to the highest level just because I was an athlete. But there are athletes out there that are even better than me that had tight grades. I was always straddling the line between d c b student you know like 2.8
0: gpa 2.75 man that was stressing me out bro. it was, it was bad and you made me you got i mean i put like five years on my life that one year bro yeah i'm telling you brother because i was so stressed because i knew i'm like the sat act Was material, I mean, you had to get a good ACT or Mm -hmm. SAT. I cheated
4: on that whole thing, man. That's what got me into college. I had this Japanese kid sitting next to me at Tesoro when I was taking my ACT. And I looked over and I realized that his test questions and his uh, test answers, it was multiple choice, were the same exact thing as mine. And this fool, he was flying through that ACT. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just... I'm going to copy this fool. And after I took that ACT, when I got my results... I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, how the heck did he pull this off? Yeah. You know, the history, reading comprehension, math, uh, and English, they were all phenomenal scores. And then I was like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm over this. I got bored of taking the ACT. So then I just blew through the, the science portion. And that was my worst... My worst uh, test score in the science section. Um, But all of the other subjects behind that is what got me into college. You know,
0: it came down to signing day, right? Yeah. Signing day. Signing day is like. It sucked. Mm -hmm. Not not the actual day. But leading up to it, because we wanted it so bad for you, Darren. Yeah. Your mama was crying and praying. We were we were pulling heaven down for you. Mm-hmm. By the way, we love Jesus, and we're holy rollers, Bible thumpers, in the name of Jesus. Thank you very much. And I know you may not like it, and that's cool. We love you anyway. It's whatever. But, but we love right if you like happy, it, we're still hey, going to do it, baby. We, boom, follow, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. But this is how it's going to be. But we were praying and praying and praying. And some coach called me, man. Chance. What's his last? Rod thing? Chance. Rod Chance. Rod Chance from Southern Utah University. Southern Utah University. D1 FCS. Big Sky. Yeah, Big Sky Conference. And uh he showed up at our house and had dinner with us. And I was like. This is legit. This is legit, right? Not the school we really were excited about. When I showed up to Cedar City, which, Lord <sighs> Jesus. I, okay, I'm not going to say nothing about Cedar City, city but I don't want to live there. Don't move there. No, I mean, yeah. don't move there. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. But, you know, God said, hey. I'll throw you a bone. Well, let's say, let me open a door that was completely shut. I'm going to kick it open for you. Yeah. And on signing day, what happened? Signing day, I was able to sign with all my homeboys that were going to, you know,
4: USC, Oklahoma. uh, I think it was Harvard for rich. Um, But I I participated in that. That was like a huge thing for me. This goes right into
0: the next question. Like many have a perception that poor equals humble. Yeah. No. (laughs) Like, really? Yeah. Um,
5: That's also genetically modified gospel. Because, GMO. Yeah, it's it's not true.
0: Explain GMO.
5: Genetically modified gospel. Every gospel is see there's only one gospel that Jesus ever preached, mm-hmm. which it was the kingdom gospel, right? He never preached about salvation, he never preached about healing, he never preached about prosperity. All of those things happened because he represented the kingdom, Got right? It. Yeah. When Adam fell, he didn't lose heaven, he lost dominion. Dominion over his environment, right? So uh, Jesus said, uh, repent for the kingdom of heaven has arrived. Repent only means to change your mind, to turn back from all behaviors and, and, and acknowledge that now you have, through Jesus, you have access to the original plan of the Father when he created Adam and Eve, which he was, uh, go forth, multiply, subdue the land, We have authority and dominion over everything, again, because of Jesus Christ, right? So, uh, and this is what I tell you, uh, you driving the car you drive, it's just part of the kingdom culture. You having access to what you have access is part of the kingdom culture. So uh, it's not that we are um, flaunting money out. It's just that me dressing the way I dress is part of my culture from the kingdom that I represent.
0: yeah. That's good, you know. In Luke nineteen, you know, it, it, it talks about that Jesus came to get what has been lost. Yeah, right. That's what Jesus came for—to mm-hmm. grab what has been lost and what has been lost in the beginning, when the tree of knowledge of good and evil, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve sinned what was lost was what their dominion dominion their dominion
5: and and fellowship with with the father so the kingdom of heaven uh, was colonized by the king but the earth kingdom right and the connection was the holy spirit when adam sinned the holy spirit lifted so communion with the father lifted and that's why he said if you eat of the tree you will surely die die doesn't mean in a physical sense it means Death in the spirit. So by way of fellowship with the father. So disobedience takes you away from fellowship with the father. Does that make sense? It does. So what we lost was dominion over the earth. What we gain with Jesus was dominion over the earth.
0: Got it.
6: Acquaintances. Um, I had to dilute myself because I didn't know how to regulate my personality. And... For me it was like, okay, well nobody likes to be around who I wanna be, so I have to be other things to make me approachable, to make me likable. Because if I'm just me, uh nobody would put up with me.
0: I, I here's what I think. Because I'm very similar. I mean we're we're exactly the same. <laughs> okay. Do you think it's a lack of discipline?
6: Yes. 100%.
0: Lack of discipline, right? Because if you don't know how to control your mind mm-hmm. and you start thinking you're a victim
6: mm-hmm.
0: and having pity parties on your own, then there's never, ever room for change. Or growth. Or growth, right? Have What journey have you gone through to discipline your mind so you can have growth?
6: I want to say for a lot of my teen years I felt very sorry for myself but I was also a very mean person and nobody wanted to be around me for a reason but in my eyes everybody had a problem and I didn't so when it got to the point where I was hitting a wall around I want to say 19 years old I noticed that okay, not even people like my mom really want to be around me because they have to walk on eggshells. And that's my complete opposite personality, so it must be me. And I was so unhappy with myself because I didn't know who I really was. I was listening to all the lies and everything I allowed to just drop into my head without disciplining, that's a lie. No, this is true. Okay, that's a bad behavior, but I can tweak it to make it a good one. And when I started seeking God by myself, I felt so much relief and redemption because all of those years I was believing that I was such a terrible person and I was a monster to be around and I would destroy everything in my path. So after that, I realized that I'm really good at certain things, And other people can bring my weaknesses out of me, and they're good at those weaknesses. And I can learn from those people and kind of swallow my own pride and be a likable person universally, not just around clerics or around particularly men, because I was mean. I could stand on my own, and no girls wanted to be around me because I was mean.
0: What... Would you say it's like to love Jesus with your friends that don't understand?
7: It's so difficult. Um, So I'm a freshman in high school now. So it's new school, new people, different backgrounds, everything that's going on. And I mean, when... I talk about things that I believe in, and when I talk about my morals and how i don't celebrate Halloween or i don't cuss or I don 't do this they they just don't understand and sometimes it's good because I can have a conversation with people about what I believe in, but other times it it's really it puts a wall in between us uh-huh. because I want to share my faith with loving God, and people just don't want to hear that. People want to have another solution other than loving Jesus, and it's really sad to see how closed-minded people can be, especially at a private school.
0: Isn't, didn't just a, an event occur, like, so last week was homecoming for you. Yeah, And you have some friends that were in junior high and elementary with you.
7: Oh, yeah. Right?
0: and these friends are believers yeah but these friends like secular music which whatever it's fine
7: i listen to secular music right
0: but you cause conviction to happen and they kind of kicked you to the curb yeah tell me what what happened
7: So the week, so you know how there's a spirit week before homecoming, that whole spirit week I was texting my friends like, hey, what are we going to do for pictures? Because I don't, I have no plan. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to do pictures with my friends. I've known them forever. And so I was like, I want to do pictures with you guys. Like, let's let's make up like, let's see what we can do. Like, let's do something. And they were all telling me, like, I didn't know that we had pictures, like blah, 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 blah. Like, we can do it at like a random park, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, let me know. Like, find parks. Let's do it. And so the morning of homecoming comes and I was like, hey, we still don't have a plan. What's going on? And they were all like, oh, like I'm going with my date or I'm going with my other friends or they were all doing their separate thing. And so I was like, oh, um, you could have told me this earlier, but like, it's fine. It's whatever. I'll just find somebody else to go with. And later I find out um, I was texting my other friend. That's my new friend that is in the same friend group as them. And I was like, hey, what are you doing for pictures? And he was like, oh, we're all going to so-and-so's house, right? And I was like.
0: So were, you were? they kind of left you out.
7: Yeah, I was like, what What do you mean so-and-so's house? I, I, what? I wasn't invited to that. He was like, oh, we're all going. Like everybody that you've been talking to, we're all going there. Yeah. So they lied to me. They kicked me to the curb. And then when homecoming came, they acted like nothing happened. And so I was sitting there like. I've known you people forever. Yeah. Why would you just switch up that fast? And I was talking to my friend the other day about that because my friend went through the same thing with her friends. Okay. And um, I was I was like, I I don't understand how spiritually people can go from one side to the other like that.
0: Is it wasn't it because you said, look, I don't listen to this kind of music and this is why, and I don't listen to this and this guy and they kind of called you self-righteous or something like that? <laughs>
7: yeah. So in eighth grade, we had this like debate and it was like, whether we should listen to secular music. And it was like a poll. So everybody went to, yeah, we can. I went to no. I was the only one that went to no, And my teacher was like, Shailen, I want to know what you said. No. And I was like, if it's not feeding your spirit, yeah. why do it?
0: <laughs> it's thinking crazy. <laughs> if
7: it's not feeding you, why are you listening to music that's full of sex and drugs and I want to kill myself and do this and do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you want to feed into that? Why would you want to participate in that yeah. when it's making you feel like crap? And they, like, they were like, but you listen to Houston, you listen to this and they listen to that. I was like, is that talking about anything... That isn't good. I want to dance with somebody. It's about dancing. Yeah. With somebody you love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not about, it's not about anything that's bad. Yeah. And I, I got bullied for that.
0: Did you? Uh,
7: Like, honestly, I got like, everybody did not like me the rest of the year. They called me prideful. They called me annoying. They called me self-righteous. They called me, um egotistical they call me narcissistic they said that i was so self-righteous because i'm doing this and everybody else is doing that that i'm so hypocritical and i was sitting there like i what are you saying like do you even know what these things mean i said straight up i was like give me reasons give me evidence give me examples how i'm being this and if you give me enough examples i'll change they gave me one
0: wasn't Wasn't Jesus persecuted all the time because, you know, at some point, you know, the way you live your life, Mm -hmm. it causes conviction,
6: Mm
0: -hmm. right? You get convicted and then once that conviction happens, there's a trigger Yeah, and then they attack you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's what happened to you?
7: Absolutely. Um, It's happened more than once. It's happened all throughout my old school. It's happening now. And, I mean, at first, I took it personally. Yeah. But once I started reading into my Bible, I was like, this is a good sign. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> this yeah. This is yeah. a good sign. I'm yeah, doing The Bible right. says if you have a bunch of friends, something's wrong, right?
7: Yeah. I was like, this is a good sign. I'm getting persecuted. I'm doing something
0: right. The story of how we met, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Michelle, she's she's a wonderful person. Um, You know, we love, Michelle, you know, obviously works at, and she takes care of us every time we yes. go. And, you know, one day we said, Hey, Michelle, um, we're gonna take you to Cabo with us. Yes. And she kind of thought we were like just talking out of the side of our neck, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And we kept asking her and asking her and asking, her. we said, finally, okay, that's it. Right? This is when we're going. We got the plane, you're coming. And so we booked it, right? Yes. And you ended up coming.
8: Yes. <laughs>
0: and and we met on the plane. Correct. Right? Uh, hey, Jay, I didn't miss and I noticed because you're in the you're in the um restaurant business as well. I Correct. noticed you wanted to just automatically get up and started serving us. Right. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I just met this guy. You're right. Right? But you were so used to doing that, you wanted to serve us.
8: Yes, I was in the restaurant industry for a long time and uh Many positions. It was kind of my in, restaurant industry was like a roller coaster because of my poor choices and yeah. my addictions. Um, and Michelle, is opposite side is she's like she's been there for sixteen years. She's great what she do. Not only she does great, and also she builds relationship with people like yourself. And when he invited us, I'm like, okay, this is the way my experience this is wrong this is all i mean um if, if you ask anyone okay this rich couple asking you go to cabo on their private jet this is this is not right okay <laughs> let's see what's gonna happen <laughs> I got it. let's see what's gonna happen this is not right so we get in the plane it was good uh first time i uh, was private jet and then i'm like okay we have 15 minutes where it's and at and then you showed up 15 minutes before your international <laughs> flight. Okay, I think this must be life. <laughs> this is good life. Yeah, we showed up 15 minutes yeah. before we
0: needed to take off. Right.
8: I said this is good life, and then uh, so we went to hotel. It was beautiful. And uh, you guys didn't have a lot of money. We did not. You, you uh, almost didn't go. Al- oh, I forgot. Almost didn't go because uh, not one of the. Um, my bad addiction is gambling okay. for years. I lost a lot of things. I lost everything, actually. Um, so now we are, I don't know if such a thing, we are smart gamblers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we are smart gamblers. So we use our free place because we have a lot. And then we just try to chase a little bit after. But that few days prior... I lost everything.
0: You lost a lot of
8: everything. money. Everything. I mean, Ed, I'm telling you, everything. A
0: few days before the e- everything.
8: trip. Do you see how the enemy everything. tried to keep you from all this? I had, Michelle had to pay the Uber. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling you, I lost everything. everything. I, but something was telling me, was like, Jay, you've been gambling for a long time. This is the day. And I've been betting heavy because I'm not chasing for tens of, th- like, hundreds of thousands, like, Because something is showing me so strong I never felt before, so strong. This is the day. This is the day. And then you're going to go to, you know, private jet. Like, you can thank them help. I mean, thank them with a nice dinner. Like, this is the day. So— Oh, so you gambled, and you felt like you were going to win? Yes, it was. And you were
0: preparing to go on this trip? Yes. And you were going to, like, hey, thank you for—let me take care of the bill. Exactly. That's what your ideal was? Exactly. Okay
8: exactly so these are the things like those are the ideas coming through and then and then also sporting that uh whatever that voice like you got this is the day i end up losing everything so um we came home we've been together about 14 years with michelle and i we rarely fight so we're like we have we've been through a lot i mean we've been through a lot we've seen we've seen it all and we've been through a lot but we always together you know we're like there are days we slept in the car together, you know. There are days um, we stay in the nice places. We met nice people, but we were always together. But first time, I raised my voice and I I told her, I was like, I, this is embarrassment. I mean, I cannot go with people I never met in my life. I don't have a dime in my bank, right? This is, I can't do that. And then we open our calendar, looking when we're going to get paid, how we going to get paid. I was like, okay, perfect. If you go there, because... At least we want to do something. I said, okay, we're going to get paid on fourth day our vacation. So we're going to treat them to lunch or dinner. Okay, Jay, can you please stop? Because they're so important for me. Can you please go? So, yeah, that's how everything started. Uh, so we get to the plane and then you arrive with your, you know, nice fancy car. And then they put in your luggage. I'm like, if I knew it, we would get a driver here to get a free car wash, right? <laughs> we didn't know. So uh, it was fantastic flight and then we get in the hotel amazing hotel uh, I pack all my whiskey all my drinks all my you know uh, unnecessary stuff I'm having fun it's vacation yeah just like you said it was something that, believe it or not I there, probably we had a welcome cocktail yeah the lobby. that was it that was it yeah and I might Michelle and I might have one more drink yeah. and then like was just uh, watching the view they said, like, I usually finish a bottle or two a day on the vacation. Wow, many people knows that. Okay, uh, easily, okay. and uh, I was like, no, there was something not just different. It was different, different, different kind of it. Yes. because
0: normally I'm going and I yes. have fun. Yes, right, and I drink responsibly. But for some reason, I felt my witness. No. Yes, my witness is yes. so important yes. to the, yes. this trip. I didn't no. because I didn't want to give you guys the wrong impression. It was something,
8: yes. Right? It was something, yes. Yes. And then we get in our hotel. First night, dinner was good. I kind of share with my, how I lost my dad, I think, two years yeah. ago. Yeah,
0: yeah.
8: Uh, Just another thing I want to add, actually, uh, before I got saved, I think— uh, acknowledging the Lord is most important thing. I think first time in my life, I finally acknowledge him. Uh, when I was burying my dad, I bury myself with him almost uh, because since I was never made him proud, now I, ha- I lost that opportunity and then he did so much for me. Um, now that was my chance. I lost that chance to, you know, do something good for him. mm mm-hmm first time probably I acknowledge the Lord and uh, I start praying day and night.
0: So you're getting set up. Set up. You're He's setting you. Probably. God is setting probably. you up. Right? Was, you lose your dad. That's right. That's right? right. You acknowledge the that's Lord. Right. You start praying. Right? You Pray. didn't do that before.
1: No,
8: no.
0: All of a sudden now you're getting set up and now you're in Mexico in Cabo right. at the Montage that's Resort. Right. That's right? right? Continue.
8: And then the first day was, the dinner was good and then Early night, everyone, you know, sleep early. I'm like, okay, this vacation is weird. Wake up early, pool was great. And then third day, third night, we're having dinner. And I have this ring. Mm -hmm. I bought it about a year, year and a half ago before. So it's been two and a half years ago now. uh, And I was carrying my pocket for a year, year and a half. Never get a chance to propose to her. I knew it was time and... uh, it's just either we get drunk or something happens, never happens, or either we get, something happens. So oh, this is a great vacation, I'll, we'll do it here. And uh, I think maybe it was in my pocket on the first night dinner too. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so third dinner is like, okay, maybe we'll do it here. But to be honest with you, Ed, I don't know how we get there uh, because I was so, I think, filled with the spirit that moment I don't clearly remember everything. What I think remember is holding your hand and accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And then one thing I clearly remember, you said to me, Jay, there is no going back. Jay, Lord, will talk to you, and you have to say, yes, Lord, rest of your life. Are you ready? <laughs> and, and, and I said... Yes, I am ready, but I really never thought he would literally talk to me. Ed, you didn't warn me before. <laughs> he didn't warn me. <laughs> I was like, He's I gonna-. keep telling everybody.
0: He keeps I tell everybody on the show he does talk.
8: He does talk. He does talk. He does talk. And you hear
0: him very clearly.
8: You clear you hear him clearly. He talks. I mean, uh one place he was not talking to me because probably my own you know, you're in the shower, you're naked, you feel your nakedness. And you, the the way you raise is just not the most holy place to pray. Yeah. A few months back, about maybe six months, I was in the shower. I start crying, felt the Holy Spirit. And he was starting talking. I'm like, in that moment, first time in my life, I felt not naked. And I was able to pray. And, and uh, now he's everywhere. He's talking to me everywhere. Uh that I never forgot. When you say, "Lord will talk to you," He, he does talk to you. Just like that scripture we read earlier, "Let them hear to do those has ears." So, yeah. you opened the God used you to save the person like me. So, if I can get saved, everyone can get saved Amen. because just like you said, God starts sending you up for certain things for your freedom. Uh, be ready. And he's going to use anyone and be able to make yourself
3: available to him to use you as a blessing.